1: What's up, everybody? This is Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of The Real Hauntings Podcast. Yeah. Hey, everyone, and I'm JJ Crable, and today we've got a guest
2: calling in from St. Louis, Missouri. We've got Brittany on the line. How you doing,
1: Brittany?
3: Oh, I'm excited to finally be talking to you guys. <laughs> awesome. Oh, wow, that's great.
1: We're excited to have you on. So, yeah, Brittany, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself?
3: Well, I'm just 26. Born and raised in Missouri. I've always felt kind of connected to paranormal. I've always like had that feeling, I guess. And whatever's out there knows that because I've had a lot of activity in my life.
2: Cool. So you uh, sound like you're pretty high up on that spectrum of uh, believer. Is that right?
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Is there any uh, shadow of doubt in your mind about the paranormal?
3: Uh No, not at all. Not one bit. I'm a full 10. Wow.
2: Wow. So we got a 10. And you said you feel pretty connected to that feeling of paranormal presence. Can you kind of try to describe what that feeling is?
3: Well, it kind of depends on the area. So I'll just get like this feeling in the pit of my stomach, like almost like something grabs my stomach and like squeezes if it's bad. Other than I get kind of like chills almost. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's kind of location specific?
3: Yeah, pretty much. Like I can walk into a house or a hotel or something. And if I can just feel like, hmm, I don't really like it here. <laughs> it's weird.
1: And how, um, what age did you start having interactions with the paranormal?
3: Uh, well, according to my dad, since I was a baby.
1: Oh, wow. And what uh, what are interactions as a baby like with the paranormal?
3: My dad would always tell me that they would put me to sleep at night in my crib with, you know, just the normal baby crib. In the morning when they woke me up, there would be three-inch drywall screws between my, my top sheet and my mattress right underneath me.
2: Wait, what? <laughs> so, like, those <laughs> screws would be in your crib?
3: In my crib, yeah. Um, In the basement, my dad had his workbench set up, and he... A very big neat freak when it comes to certain things, and so all of his boxes of screws were very neatly put away, stacked up. And every morning, they one box would be out because screws would be just under under my sheets, between the sheet and the mattress, right where I was laying. Oh
2: my gosh, that's yeah. kind of scary for a parent. I would assume to to see sharp objects just sitting in their child's crib so does your dad attribute that to ghosts
3: well i think at first he thought it was my mom just not checking because he's kind of a handyman. he fixes a lot of things so i guess it wouldn't be on un- out of the ordinary for there to be screws every now and then but after he like because one night when he finally discovered that hey it's not it's not her it's i don't know what it is he stripped the mattress took it completely out made sure there was nothing in there remade it put me to sleep and the next morning the drywall screws were still underneath there it was crazy i guess i was a baby so i don't remember
1: and then so after uh you weren't a baby what were some of the interactions you had with the paranormal moving
3: forward well a few years later i think i think i was like five my dad had a shotgun style house where each room was separated just by a flimsy little plastic accordion doors. He he would always tell me that I would just run back and forth from the front of the house to the back. One time I stopped and just like screamed, oh, the murder. He went around the corner and I was, my face was against the wall because the door was like squishing me. Like it was like someone was trying to close it and like pushing it, like trying to like cut me in half. My dad had to, put two hands on the thing and really pull it back before it would let go. And that that gives me chills every time I I think about it. Hmm. Oh
2: my goodness. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And has anything like that ever happened since?
3: Nothing near as violent, I guess. But I've always had just random weird things happen. I know one night I was staying at my friend's house and we would always stay up super late because that's what like 10-year-olds do on the weekends. And uh, and we were laying in his living room and his house was kind of set up weird too. So the only thing separating his room and the living room was a couch. Um, so we're laying on the floor just watching TV and then we hear this weird noise behind us. So we jumped up onto the couch and look, and as we get onto the couch, looking at his bed, he had this huge exercise ball on the top of his toy-, toy chest on the corner of the room. We watched that thing fly up in the air, shoot across the room, bounce off the wall, off the bed, and roll right up into the, in the spot. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. At that point, my
2: goodness.
1: And was is this area known for being haunted, or what do you think is causing these interactions?
3: Well, his sister used to always say that there was a little boy that she always saw, but I don't know. I think that was just the house because it was a really old house. So it was it was probably just that location.
2: Huh. What did your friends say about uh, that incident?
3: Well, it was kind of funny. We kind of just looked at each other in shock. Like, did, did you see that? And we asked each other at the same time. And we answered at the same time, like, uh yeah, I did. And I was like, Do you want to go stay at my house then? <laughs> he yeah, was, he was surprised. Was
2: evidently less haunted. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was a different house locally than oh, okay, gotcha. when I was a baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and have you ever seen an actual apparition or is it always kind of like poltergeisty things that happen around you?
3: I've definitely seen an apparition. Um I was staying at my best friend's house we were We were crashing there for the night, and we were in her basement now, a little backstory on this house um her aunt blesses their house or at least she did before she had to sell it um they she blessed that house like every month, like full on the sage and the crosses and the chanting of the you know all the energy needs to go and all this stuff. it's a clean space um so they were kind of really comfortable with the paranormal as well well one night I was I was in the living room of the basement trying to fall asleep and I'm just getting ready to fall asleep and I look up and there's this man looking down at me I see like from the waist up his arms he's just staring straight at me and I kind of Laid there for a second to try to register what was going on, and I was like, "Huh!" And then as soon as I saw there, he just like disappeared, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that that's weird." Uh, <laughs> so, for whatever reason, I tried going to sleep again, and the same thing happened. Except for this time, he was closer, and he was like fuller. Like I could see he wasn't as see through. All I remember was he like short blonde hair. And he had the Marines like blues on, like the medals and the everything. I was finally able to go to sleep after that, and I told my uh, my friends the next morning. I was like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> so listen, what happened?" And her aunt was sitting there, and she goes, "Hey, hold on one second. She goes into her room and grabs a picture book, and she brings it out. She flips through a few pages, and she goes, "Do you recognize him in any of these pictures?" It turns out it was her brother that was in the marines that had previously passed away a few years ago hmm. and i was like yeah like the picture that he was in was exactly it was exactly how he looked i'm never gonna forget it
1: and had you ever met or seen her brother before that
3: incident not a single time oh, wow i didn't really see any pictures or anything not a, at least not in uniform and with like that exact look like it it was weird Seeing the picture, it gave me chills. I was like, "Oh yeah, that that's him."
2: <laughs> had anyone else in the house uh, been visited by him?
3: I don't think it was by him. I mean, they had always talked about you know different spirits and ghosts and stuff in the house, but I think I was have been the only one to see him. And I'm not you, sure,
2: but when you saw him, did you feel like um like it was like a threatening presence, or what did that feel like?
3: No, it it was more like a, hey, I don't know who you are. Are you a threat here? And then he kind of just, I don't know, he just kind of stared at me. Mm. And my, my friend speculates that he just didn't know me and he was making sure I wasn't going to hurt any more
1: Yeah. And how do you, you know, moving forward from that experience, how do you cope or, you know, what did you tell yourself after that happened?
3: Well, I've always really liked it. I think if I view the same thing as... I honestly don't remember who said it because it's been a lot of podcasts ago. I think I want to believe so much as as much as I do because I am kind of afraid of dying. And just knowing, like you say, that there is something like puts me at ease a little bit.
2: Oh, that's 100% Noah. Yeah, that's me. The the idea that there's something after this, that freaks me out. I'm glad
1: it gives y'all comfort,
3: but I'm like... (laughs) Oh, what no, am I, I
1: gonna do for eternity? I don't know. I got a lot of stuff to figure out. I need eternity I don't know that <laughs> away. right right um, And then how old were you when that happened? what how old did you say?
3: Uh, I was in high school so 15 maybe
1: And when um, have you ever been to a psychic or a medium to ask them about your experiences?
3: Uh, I really haven't. I don't know. I kind of wanted to. And I actually reached out to Teresa that was on your guys' podcast in the beginning. But I'm sure she's busy because she hasn't gotten back to me. Uh.
2: (laughs) Uh, I Um, gotcha. Well,
1: Teresa, if you're listening, check your
2: emails.
3: (laughs) Your Instagram.
1: Yeah. Or Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) emails and Instagram. Yeah, I would just be curious what, you know, not that I know if mediums or psychics are real or not. I, I can't quite figure that one out but i'm always curious to hear what they have to say about people who are kind of haunted and and have all these experiences
3: yeah i mean i think it would be cool but i just i haven't really found myself in a place to i don't think i want to know the future right now so i think that's why i haven't really reached out to try to figure it out or hear anything like that because i'm kind of content like i'm always thinking and depending on this in a will say like if if anyone or is if anything is there, I'm all ears. I'm all eyes, and I see stuff out of the corner of my eyes all the time. We'll just do a double take every now and then because I thought I saw something. It happens a lot at work, actually.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think you know. I mean, to a certain extent, I think it's normal to see things out of the corners of your eyes. Um, you know, our our brains are in our eyes are you know imperfect machines right like we evolved uh in the wild in order to uh be constantly on the lookout for for threats for for prey opportunities so you know i think our our brains and our are kind of wired to to see patterns whether they're actually there or not um so i don't i don't think it's necessarily definitive uh, evidence of of something supernatural or or you know also not evidence of someone being crazy it's something that you know i know i certainly see things out of the corner of my eyes but jj since
1: since you got your new sexy glasses do you see things out of the corner of your (gasps) eyes? oh i thank
2: you i did get some glasses (laughs) from ibuydirect.com um throw us some sponsorship money ibuydirect i'm giving you some free ad space right here um (laughs) but really cheap glasses uh very modern fit thank you um
1: all of our listeners Would agree if they could see them. (laughs) (laughs) So you're 15. Moving forward, um, what was the next experience you had?
3: Honestly, I know you guys have talked about Ouija boards previously, but not as much as I kind of thought you would. um, We've we've had Ouija boards, at least personally, for as long as I can remember. I actually even made one, and it looked really cool. (laughs) Because I know there's always skeptics. The feelings... As I'm doing it, someone who's serious—the feeling that I normally get—tells me that there's not anything fake about what's going on.
1: How often do you use a Ouija board?
3: I I used it a lot more before. I haven't. I haven't touched one in years. But I remember one time, me and a few friends were doing it at our at one of our old houses, and we had actually talked to my mom's grandfather who had passed away before we were born and no uh, and just the questions that we were asking we would look back at her and she'd just be like dumbfounded like uh yeah because and he'd always he said one time he said uh the remote's under the couch and we we're like what because our remote would always go missing and sure enough it was under the couch and then we asked him are you the one that hides the remotes and he said yeah and my removes were always missing. I have no idea why.
1: Do you think he steals socks too? Because I can never find my socks.
3: <laughs> he probably doesn't know what that is though. So maybe not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking maybe I need to get a Ouija board to find my, my glasses, wallet, and keys every morning. All right. It's, it's always a struggle. Not that ghosts are moving them. They're always <laughs> in the place that I left them, but maybe a ghost can just help me remember where that
1: was.
3: It's yeah, just I like, that nudge, like, hey, it's right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea of the paranormal. They just help us find the things we lose, like little yeah. butlers that follow you around. Have a little spirit assistant. <laughs> that would be... <laughs>
3: that <fantastic>. sounds great. <laughs> Until it's not.
2: <laughs> Until it's not. So do you... Yeah. Um, that's actually a really interesting point. Do you, you know, a lot of folks that we've talked to uh, have, have told me very specifically because i still contend that i really really want to see a ghost or have some kind of encounter and a lot of people have said no you don't actually want that is that kind of your opinion or or do you like having this connection to the spiritual world
3: i don't know i kind of, I kind of like it cuz i don't i don't know it, it it feels different and it's just like Maybe I don't know. I think it just circles. Honestly, I've really been able to cope with a lot better since you made that point of how it circles back to the knowledge that maybe there is something after <laughs> that I don't have to worry about what happens after I die.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I would kind of like having that connection too. So, ghosts, if you're listening, I'm open to it. <laughs> I don't think that's how you get it, but... <laughs>
3: probably not. You've to mess around a Ouija board one or two times.
2: Yeah. JJ is ghost single <laughs> and looking. You know, I've only done a Ouija board once, and I got yelled at so much. It was like... At, by the ghost? No, at, by the other people using the Ouija board, because they were all like, you're moving it, and I probably was, but I was not trying to, but... Um, ever since
1: then i've i've never gone back to the ouija board so. now when you were using a ouija board did you ever have any like evil experiences or bad ghost contacts you guys
3: um nothing nothing not too horrible just i mean just some negative ones which we closed out and was like can we're ending the conversation, made sure it ended all correctly, did do what we needed to do. We likely never had anything like scary happen. You know, just, Hey, okay, goodbye. We're done.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Is that really, is that all you um, need to do in order to kind of cut it off?
3: Well, I think everyone has their different beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that if, if they're like in the middle of an answer, they just go straight to goodbye. That's generally not a good sign. At least that's how we believe. Um, so it would just be one of those like one of the last closing questions would be, "Thank you for being with us for this time. Um, we are done, and we will go to goodbye." And all we'll of us would take our hands off at once. That's just how we would do it, though.
1: Yeah. Do you think there's something, uh, and this kind of piggybacks off that, do you think there's something unique about you that makes you kind of um, accessible by the paranormal?
3: I mean, as much as I would love to think that, I honestly don't. I think it's just something that happened, I guess, apparently in the womb, I guess. I think it's just something that some people are born with and some people make. I don't know. Um,
1: so other than the Ouija boards, have you had any other experiences we haven't covered?
3: Well, I don't know. Orbs are such a, a difficult subject because there's so many different variations in it. But me and a few friends had actually walked through a cemetery in St. James, Missouri. And I actually have some pretty cool pictures. These orbs are huge. And there's a lot of them. Hmm.
1: Huh. So was it nighttime? I guess that you guys were taking these pictures.
3: Oh yeah, we uh, one of one of the knuckleheads found an old, old, old abandoned cemetery in St. James. We had we had to walk like two miles just to get there, um, and we were just taking pictures of like the headstones and just the open air, and I mean, it was crazy there for the time of year. There were like no bugs. It was a clear night. It wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. There weren't any bugs or anything. So just a lot of people wanted to say hi from the other side, I guess.
1: Yeah. Orbs are one of those things that I I don't really know what to make of. I've never had that experience before. I know our producer Kat um, saw orbs or had uh, orbs appear in a picture that she took. Um, But I've never experienced that. Have you, JJ?
2: Um, Well,
1: so Wikipedia
2: uh, says that it's called Backscatter, uh, and they've got some examples of uh, some photographs, some with several orbs on them, as you can see there. And this is a a real thing that uh, professional photographers deal with. And it's an optical phenomenon resulting in typically circular artifacts on an image due to the camera's flash being reflected from unfocused motes of dust, water droplets, or other particles in the air or water. So, uh, you know, I mean, definitely spooky to see that in a a photograph of... um, of a cemetery uh for sure uh but i i'm not super convinced uh when it comes to orbs i think there's a pretty logical reason why that might be showing up in in photos
1: yeah especially at night because
2: that's when you're using your flash right
1: that makes sense yeah so we've kind of gone through your haunted history um because we haven't had a ton of fans call in i'm kind of curious what's your favorite episode that you've listened to
3: I think the very first one, the your your Star Wars ghost ghost. Oh version. yes, okay.
1: Noah's Jawa. Yeah, I,
2: that's the ghost that I want to be haunted by. The one that wants to play hide and seek. A little tiny
1: Jawa. I don't know. I I can't tell if the memory I have from that is just from telling the story so many times, mm. or if it's the actual memory. But but when I think about it, I can just see those red eyes. Like it was like a glowing effect staring at me through the darkness. That's that's the memory. I yeah. have. And then all of us as kids gathering in like the playroom and turning all the lights on and just like sitting in silence.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, our brains are really weird with memories. People remember things very, very vividly that like didn't happen at all. The fact, though, that like really gets me on that. And and, you know, same with you, Brittany, with, you know, your story about the medicine ball is having multiple witnesses to it. Like that, I still just yeah. don't know how to explain.
1: Yeah, we should.
2: Um, right.
3: If it would have been just me, I've been like, uh, I was probably tired or something, but we both looked at each other like, did you see that? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite thing. I mean, I've said it before, but my favorite thing is when our guests have people who have also seen it and we've been lucky enough sometimes to actually have those people call in and stuff and kind of verify. Yeah, That's a really, I think kind of unique look because so much of the spooky and unknown and paranormal, I think happens to us when we're alone and we can't really make sense of it. And it's so easy just to kind of push it aside and be like, eh, eh, it's nothing. Yeah. Cause it is. I mean, it's, there's so much weird stuff going on and like JJ, you know, talks about our brain chemistry can get a little crazy sometimes too. And, It's hard to know what's real or not, you know, but we should get my friend to call in that was there that day. I'd be curious to hear what his side of the story.
2: Oh yeah. Like we should revisit that Jawa ghost. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe um, yeah. we can get a free trip to Disneyland.
2: <laughs> oh, because Star Wars <laughs> and Disney? Yeah. I was like,
1: your friend works at Disney? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, Star
1: Wars, Disney, sponsor <laughs> us. We're <laughs> plugging your your little aliens. So, Well, Bernie, we certainly appreciate you coming on the podcast. Do you have any final words you'd like to leave with our listeners?
3: Well, I guess the final image. I know the whole old picture is kind of hit or miss it. My dad actually did take a picture he was at a work site and he it was just like a, a weird picture of his phone of his feet and in the picture there's a whole other set of feet right next to him it is trippy to what? see what oh yeah it's crazy
2: yeah do do send us that we'll uh we'll share it on
1: instagram yeah yeah that'd be really
2: cool yeah absolutely
3: see. it's it's the coolest picture i've ever seen
1: do they look like human feet
3: yeah, just like another guy was standing right next to him when he took the picture, but he was alone in this house because it was a brand new house that was being built.
1: Oh, my goodness. gosh. Yeah, that's wow. creepy. Yeah. Excited to see it. Yeah, well, that's quite the note to, sure. uh, to leave us on. That's, uh, we'll have to see what that looks like. Double feet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thank <laughs> right. you so much for calling in, and we're glad that you listen to the podcast. Keep spreading the real hauntings word. Yeah, thank
3: you, Brittany. Absolutely.
1: Wow, JJ, so that was an interesting episode. What uh what do you think about Brittany's ghost? Oh man. Well, so there's
2: a a couple things she mentioned where, you know, I'm like, okay, well, there are other explanations like that. The camera uh orbs for one thing, you know, talking about having that feeling of of chills or of a, a presence. You know, whenever someone says that to me, I'm just like, eh, it could be an electrical hum, you know? like that's the thing we've talked about on the podcast a couple times before but then there are things that i you know if they're true if they really did happen i have no possible explanation like the medicine ball so weird the the drywall screws randomly showing
1: up in her crib um super strange yeah the medicine ball one if i saw that that would change my life like I could never go back to yeah. being on the fence about paranormal after that.
2: Oh, yeah. There's no other ex- like well, I'm there's no other explanation I can think of to yeah. just make a heavy medicine ball just move on its own through the air.
1: Kind of crazy. If we saw it. It would be different than hearing it secondhand. I, uh I mean, it's definitely some interesting stories. I like how she held the feet story till the end. That was a nice little button on the episode. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm really
2: excited to see that that photograph. Yeah, um, curious to see what what that looks like. You know, maybe once we get that photograph and we'll send it out, I'll I'll be proven wrong. But I think there's a, a tendency when you know someone says, "Oh, I have this like." crazy picture or uh footage that like shows footage. this i like what you think. uh footage <laughs> <laughs> and then you know we see the actual photo and it's it's not really as clear as you know what we thought it would be yeah maybe that's not the case at all i don't know i'm excited to
1: to see it and find out for some reason in my head i just see like giant like dobby feet I don't know why like big elf feet that's what i want to be in that picture yeah awesome well yeah yeah pretty cool i i would say i'm still probably around that five five out of ten probably used to be about a two or a three and now with all these episodes it's becoming harder for me to be as much of a skeptic i think i sit probably around a five where, where are you sitting these days
2: yeah i would say i'm like around there as well around 05 a pretty middle of the road like i said if those things that brittany talked about really happen i i have no idea how you would how t- to refute those from a skeptical point of view um,
1: yeah for sure for sure well guys um don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast that helps us make more episodes for you guys and we sure want to keep this going with that i'm noah daniels i'm jj crable
2: Ooh.